0: This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Penderfist, the old Trailblazer. And coming back at this time, it seemed like we ran out of time in our last study. It just, just seemed like you just get to going good, and you run out of time. In these little 15-minute broadcasts, and uh, I, I want to just mention at this time, radio broadcasting is very expensive. Many of our folks that I've talked to over the years, they seem to think, that this time is free, that all you do is go to a radio station and put your message out. No, they charge you for that. They charge you for, to, to air these broadcasts and it's based upon your time, how long you're there. And uh, so let me just encourage you to think about that, would you? If you enjoy the old trailblazer, when we did our little survey there a couple of months ago of if where people were listening from, we got many, many, many cards and letters and emails and phone calls from folks all over America. And yet... It seemed like folks like to hear the old trailblazer, but they, they, they just uh, have, have not, are not burdened with the cost, my friend. It costs money. It costs money, and I know the times are hard today. I know that I'll keep up with the with the other folks, and I know that most ministries today are down in their collections and in their contributions. I know that. I heard one man say was a million dollars in debt. Well, we don't do that. We don't go in debt. We don't believe the Lord approves of that. So we just we just uh, if we have to, we cut the broadcast. We've already cut everything we can cut out of the out of the uh, expenses here. We turn the lights out when we go out of a room. We turn the air conditioner where it don't run all day, and we do those things, my friend, because we are we are. This is the Lord's money. You send you you send money here. That's the Lord's money. And many times I've told you, I don't do it often. But the old Trailblazer and I say it because I had a man call me, wrote me, and he said, "Old Trailblazer, you ought to quit taking them people's money." Well, the old Trailblazer doesn't take anybody's money. Old Trailblazer doesn't receive a salary from this work. I pay my own expenses. I do this. It's it's the Lord gave me a, a business many years ago that I retired from, and came here into this work. So I don't take a salary from this work, and I know that's a big help to the work. But my friend, our workers have to be paid. Our radio station have to be paid. We have to pay the light bill, and phone bill, and uh, buy these CDs and things. But if you if you like the old time gospel, help me with the broadcast. I know you maybe have been putting it off. Well, I'm going to send him off, and well. You see, but ask the Lord to give you grace to con- contribute on a monthly basis. Five dollars a month from a bunch of folks would be great. Ten dollars a month. I got a. I got an envelope the other day. I opened it up and I felt like it was nothing in it, and I looked, opened it up, and one dollar in it. I said, "Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord." Pastor Shelton told me many, many, many years ago he had a woman send him a three-cent stamp. Back when stamp was three cents. You remember how that was? Many of you don't. Many of you not old as old trailblazers. But let's get back to our study. We're looking at sin and the sin offering. And uh, we, were, we were going over what man is by nature. He's a fallen creature. A fallen creature, totally depraved. You know, we brought you that study on total depravity here a little while back, and we have those on CDs. If you write me, call me, I'll uh, look up how many CDs it were, and I'll quote you a price on that whole set, probably 20 uh, full-length CDs. And listen but man is blinded to that fact that he's a, a, a sinner. Man's heart is deceitful. I believe we read that in our last study. According to Jeremiah seventeen nine. man's mind is blinded by the God of this world. According to 2 Corinthians 4, man's mind is darkened by sin. According to Ephesians four one eight. man's thoughts are evil continually. According to Genesis 6, 5, man's affections are prostituted. According to John 3:19, in other words, in other words, man uh, hates what God loves and loves what God hates. Now I know, I know that if the Lord doesn't uh, do a work in your heart, folks will turn this radio off and stomp outside and uh, cuss the old Trailblazer. That I don't know what I'm talking about, but I do. I remember years ago when I used to listen on the radio. Uh, we lived out of New Orleans, about a hundred miles. We could hear the radio uh, pretty good, and the pastor would make this statement on the radio broadcast early Sunday morning. He said, "Don't turn that radio off. Don't turn it. Don't turn it. It might blow up, and you'd wind up in hell." Oh, my friend, I thought about that. Here I was, a lost sinner. I never did want to turn it off because I was the Lord had given me grace to to believe and accept that the truth was being preached, but I've heard, I've heard him say that several times. So I tell you that. Don't turn the radio off. Don't do that. If you're you an 18-wheeler driver out there on the side, on the highway uh, interstate, pull over at that next rest stop up there and listen to the old trailblazer. Oh, my friend, listen. Man's will is enslaved by Satan. I know that. I know that Satan has you bound. Go there and read Second Timothy uh, 2, 25 and 26. Man is enmity towards God according to Romans 8 7 so you see my friend man is a sinner man is a sinner but he's igno- ignorant of it he's blind I don't, I don't fuss with people because they take issue with me about the, being a sinner because I know they're blinded I know that they don't understand I know that they don't see and I've had many many folks come to me after the Lord began to deal with them and say you know pastor I never dreamed that I was such a sinner and here I am, the Lord saved a wretch like me. Oh, we sing that song, "Amazing Grace," how sweet the sound that saved a sin, a wretch like me. I once was blind, old John Newton. Remember, old John Newton? You, you, you think you too sinful to be saved? Old John Newton was a was a was a slave trader. He bought and sold slaves, and he was a, a, a kept. Oh, he was a wicked man. He was wicked, but the Lord saved him. That's the difference, my friend. But the Lord saved him. Can I say that about you? Well, I've been knowing old brother so and so up there in uh, in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee. What a old wretch he is! But the Lord saved him. That old fellow up there in in Pennsylvania. Uh, he what a what a what a, a terrible uh, religious individual he was without Christ. But the Lord saved him, my friend. Can I put that behind your name? Can I do that? Can I do that? That old boy up there in Charlotte, North Carolina, comes here for a comes here for the fellowship time. What what an old wretch, old cuss he was. But the Lord saved him. Boy, that's something to have behind your name, isn't it? But the Lord saved him. But man's will is is enslaved, but he don't know it. Therefore, the natural man has no taste nor capacity to enjoy the things of the spiritual realm. And before he can enter the spiritual kingdom, His understanding must divinely be enlightened and his heart renewed. That is, he must be given a new heart and his will emancipated. You know what that word? It's a big word, ain't it? Oh, remember the Emancipation Proclamation when the folks were set free? That's what it means. But every sinner, every sinner who's ever born into this world, comes into adulthood, must be emancipated. That means he must be, he must be. Set free. So the first step in the salvation of any sinner must be the work of the Holy Spirit in opening the blinded eyes of that sinner and let him see what a sinner he is by nature or he will never desire salvation. He will never see his seed, uh, his need of a sin offering. I've told you this once in a while. I use this illustration that uh, a man... Get up in the morning, put his feet on the floor, feels good. Breathe in the clean, fresh air with the window up. And boy, feels good. Gets up and goes about his daily work. But you let that same individual, you or I or someone else, wake up with a with a high fever, sore throat, aching back, aching heart, bones aching all over. Oh, my. Mama, call a doctor. Call a doctor, Mama. Get me an appointment with a doctor. That's the difference, my friend. That man sees and knows and understands that he needs the doctor. When the Lord opens your heart and your eyes to see your condition, you come to see that you need the great physician. You need the great uh, sacrificial death of Christ to, to wash you. And you say, what does Christ do for an awakened sinner? He washes him clean as a new mown snow. He washes it, takes away all of that filth and dirt. That you, my my friend, I can't describe the life of a sinner, an sin, individual sinful. That's the reason I ask you oftentimes, if you'd like, you write me, and I'll send you that little book on. Uh, uh, the House of the Destitute, or, the, or Strange Tales by Mr. Ashworth there in London, England. And he 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 describes that better than anybody. He gives a life story of those old derelicts there he found in London, England. And he established a church called the House of the Destitute. That's what this is here, Radio Mission. The old trailblazer, Brock said. Wherever poor destitute soul is welcome to come here. Oh, my friend, I'm known and read of churches in, in, in places where they turned away, turned away, folks, because they didn't smell too good or they weren't dressed properly. But not here, not here at Radio Missions, not here at the First Baptist Church of Algiers. No, sir, because the pastor and all of our workers and our folks here who the Lord had saved, they know that by nature what a wretched, wretch they are. And how can we look down our nose? How can we look down our nose? I know I'll give you this little illustration back there many years ago. Pastor Shelton used to go over into on bourbon Street on Saturday night and and rescue some of those girls that were uh, been uh, in those places those brothels and all and they got some of them got to come in t- to the church and uh, cross the river and he was Little little snippet, little little long tongues begin to talk about, you know this and you know that about Pastor Shelton. Well, he said one Sunday morning, there's two of them sitting down close to the front. And while was, oh, somebody else was teaching the Bible school, he went and sat down between them, put his arms around both of them because he loves sinners. And that's what the Lord does. The Lord doesn't push you back, my friend. He knows what kind of sinner you are. I tell folks, you don't have to tell the Lord, oh, I've been such a great sinner. You don't have to tell him that. Just ask him. The greatest prayer you can pray is, Lord, save me. Lord, wash me. The old trailblazer said, Lord, Lord, he said, if you'd, if I'd call on you, you'd wash me. Would you do that, Lord? Would you cleanse me? Would you give me a new heart? Would you give me a new tongue? Would you give me a new eyes that I might see? Lord, would you do that for the old, this old sinner? That's where every sinner comes to, my friend. Whoa, we have a high society religion now. Uh, Dr. So-and-so's in the pulpit, and Dr. So-and-so's playing the piano, and Dr. So-and-so's leading the singing, and all of those Dr. So-and-so's uh, uh, educated uh, plum out of this world, and they put a lot of emphasis on that, my friend, and that's all well and good. I, mean, I appreciate people being educated. But, my friend, that's not salvation, that's not salvation. A poor old sinner, the old publican there in the temple, He did, what did he do? The old Pharisee was saying, I'm praising the Lord. I'm not like the, this old boy back there in the back. I do this, and I do that, and I do the other. And the old publican said he wouldn't even lift up his eyes. You know, you don't have to look up. You don't have to look up to pray. The old publican said, Lord, Lord, uh, uh, save this poor sinner. Have mercy upon me, Lord, just like the thief there on the cross. He didn't, he didn't spout off what a wretched soul he was. He said, Lord, would you remember me? I asked you at this time, take time out when the trailblazer goes off. Go in there in the room by yourself and get quiet and say, Lord, remember me. Lord, I'm such a sinner. Remember me. Would you do that? I guarantee you he'll save you. I guarantee you he'll save you. You know, the scripture says we have not because we ask not. That's right. That's right. We have not. We're not saved because we don't ask the Lord to save us. We, have a, we don't have a broken spirit because we don't ask for one. We don't have uh, this and that and the other because we don't ask. We think we're so proud. Oh, we're so proud. You know all pride has to go, my friend. Pride, I believe the Lord hates pride worse than he does a rattlesnake. But this is the old tribulation broadcast. We haven't run out of time. And I'm going to give you my mailing address. First of all, my website, Radiomissions.org. And then my and webs- uh, my radio—I'm uh, sorry, my mailing address. Radio missions, or just the old Trailblazer, Post Office Box, 1810 Walker, Louisiana 70785. And remember, remember, would you help me with the broadcast just a little bit, my friend? Write me a little note saying Trailblazer, I want to help you. This is all I can do at this time. But and then you know what? Pray for something to give. Can you do that? Just ask the Lord to give you something to give, and then i will be back next time. Same time, same station. Goodbye, and God bless you.